A CISO has been charged with fraud. Scary stuff. Does this mean that CISOs and company directors will be targets for all cybersecurity vulnerabilities? As a director of cybersecurity, should you be worried that the government is targeting you and will sue you or even arrest you whenever a cybersecurity breach occurs? Has the government's oversight of the industry suddenly changed and should you be worried about it? You want to know? Listen up. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Technology Bradcast. I'm Brad Gross, counsel to MSPs nationwide and the host of this podcast, which is the most popular podcast in the nation that's devoted solely and exclusively to managed service providers and technology service providers. I just got back from speaking at IT Nation. Great event. That was uh, last week. Thank you to ConnectWise for having me as a featured speaker for the 14th, yes, 14th time. I spoke about customer-facing agreements, incident response plans, corporate cybersecurity responsibilities. I'd like to think that attendees left with valuable information and a bit more informed than they were before they came to the event. So again, thanks to Jason McGee, CEO of ConnectWise, Corey Lehman, ConnectWise's director of events, for throwing one of the best events of the year and including me in it. On the announcement side, I will be continuing with my MSP education tour, visiting cities across America in 2024 to talk about how MSPs and TSPs can eliminate liability, improve their processes, and bolster revenue all at the same time. And that tour will kick off the MSP education peer groups. So stay tuned for information about that, but it's good stuff and it's coming your way in 2024. Okay. Let's get into it. So, late last month, the Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, filed charges against SolarWinds, alleging that the company engaged in lots of deceptive acts and cover-ups involving the Sunburst malware attack, which was clearly one of the most far-reaching and pernicious attacks in cybersecurity history. I don't think anyone would seriously argue uh, to the contrary. Now, the charges against SolarWinds, well, they received the usual amount of media attention, what you would expect. But what raised the greatest number of eyebrows in the industry was that the company's chief information security officer, right, CISO, Tim Brown, was also charged individually, individual as a person, not part of the company, but individually, with committing seven counts of fraud and fraud-related violations. So, is this a surprise? Are you surprised? Why? You remember Joe Sullivan? Does that name ring a bell to anybody? Joe Sullivan, the former head of security at Uber. He was charged criminally for covering up a 2016 data breach, that one that resulted in the theft of information of Uber drivers, millions of them. And in that case, uh, he paid a cyber ransom amount to hackers that stole the information, but he told his underlings to destroy evidence of the transaction and then asked his colleagues to sign non-disclosures that falsely claimed no data was ever taken. 
surprised that he was charged with a crime? Huh. Now, now, now Sullivan didn't get jail time, despite the fact that prosecutors asked for it. But I want to read something that, that media outlets have reported the judge as saying to Sullivan at his sentencing. The judge said, if I have a similar case tomorrow, even if the defendant had the character of Pope Francis, they would be going to prison. He also said, when you go out and talk to your friends, to your CISOs, you tell them you got a break, not because of what you did, not even because of who you are, but because this was just such an unusual one-off. So a forewarning, right? A, for a foreboding warning to not only the defendant standing in front of the judge, but other CISOs as well. Now let's compare that to Leah Kistner. Anyone know who, who that is? I mean, it's not a name that sort of, you know, is, is thrown around a lot. But Leo Kistner was, uh, Leah Kistner was Twitter's CISO. And last year she discovered in her role as a CISO that Twitter's leadership was pushing to release products and changes to Twitter without proper security measures. And that would have put Twitter's employees at risk. So as a CISO, she saw something was going wrong. She tried to change that situation, but realized that the organization wasn't responding as she thought it should. So she left. Right, she left. That's what you do. That's what you do as a CISO when your company is doing the wrong thing. When your company is purposely or recklessly doing the wrong thing with security, then as a CISO, I'm going to argue that you have the obligation to demand change, and if change doesn't happen, you leave. Now, I am differentiating here between companies that have security problems that they're willing to work on and they're working to remediate, and companies that knowingly or recklessly ignore security problems that could lead to disastrous data privacy or security situations. I mean, let's be honest here, shall we? All companies have security holes and flaws in their security paradigms. Some are big, some are small, but they exist. That's not a crime. That's not something that we as a society are willing to prosecute because we have come to accept some level of vulnerability at the corporate level as well um, uh, as, as long as the company implements solutions to avoid known flaws and to address flaws that they discover with reasonable diligence. But when a company knows of serious security flaws and does nothing or, or very little to address them, and when a company's managers, including the company's CISO, engages in cover-up behavior, well, no one should be shocked if the next thing you see is a mugshot of the CISO uh, as he or she is booked into the county jail. Now, I have read lots of articles in which people clamor, oh, this type of prosecution calls into question about how CISO should act when data breaches or security problems are discovered. I've also seen things like the government has made it clear that it's a new game and they're gunning for CISOs and directors and managers. Or I've also seen something recently that said the prosecution illustrates an aggressive use of the government's power. Please, no it doesn't. There is nothing new under the sun here. The laws have always been in place and the government has always been interested in enforcing those laws. What you're seeing now 
is prosecutors, ready for this? Prosecutors doing their jobs. This is a proper response to companies that push the limits of what is true, that actively hide things that could cause people to lose their money or even their lives. You're seeing the government remind companies, CISOs, directors, and so on, that they can't lie and cheat and cover up and then think, oh, everything will be fine because, you know, it's the company doing this. I'm not doing it. It's the company. Here's a reality check. Bad actors can't hide behind corporate structures. That's been the law since forever. I was a prosecutor in two states. I can tell you the law hasn't changed and the attitude of prosecutors hasn't changed. Instead, the government is simply leveraging its forensic abilities, its advanced forensic abilities, to help put an end to bad actors in the corporate setting. There is nothing new here, just prosecutors doing what they should be doing, which is simply giving an eye-opening reality check to CISOs and others in charge of cybersecurity. Okay, so let's say you're a CISO and you're scared. Let's say you're a CISO and you want some direction in light of what we're talking about here, right? What should you do? What should you do to avoid ending up like Brown or Sullivan? Here are some thoughts. First, let's think about respect. Make sure you have it. If your company's board of directors or managers don't respect your opinion or your job as a CISO, then I promise you, when a security flaw is discovered, they will prioritize their pocketbooks and self-preservation over your job and your suggestions. If your company doesn't respect the CISO title, then it's just a matter of time before you will find yourself in the no-win situation of, do I do the right thing and leave? Or do I try to stick around, preserve my job, and possibly get lumped in with company officers that themselves may end up in jail? Think about respect and make sure you have it. Next, understand your role. As a CISO, your job is to report findings, cybersecurity findings, among other things, good, bad, or ugly, and your job is to report those to the company. You don't hide things. You don't cover things up under the theory that you're helping the company. Your job is not to help the company in that way. Your job is to identify problems, provide solutions, implement solutions. Your job is not to protect the company from embarrassment or to hide the fact from the company's managers that serious security issues exist. And for the love of God, if you are required to complete a business report like an 8K filing or a disclosure to shareholders, tell the truth. If you're not sure about your wording, okay, then think about it this way. Here's the rule of thumb. Pretend for a moment that you were standing in front of a court, in front of a judge. Would you feel comfortable defending your statements knowing that your money or your freedom was on the line? If not, well, I think you have your answer. You change the way you word things. My other bit of advice is this. Trust your gut. You know when you're being asked to compromise your ethics, right? I mean, you know where the line is drawn between honest and forthright efforts to fix a problem or outright cover up an unethical behavior, right? I mean, if you don't, find another business. If you do, trust your gut and leave, exit 
the job if you're being asked to engage in cover-ups or lie on documents. Think about how Solar Winds initially described the security incident it endured. Let's think about that for a moment to, to illustrate this point about trusting your guts. So SolarWinds initially sent out a statement, okay, about Sunburst. And they said, and I quote, Sunburst was a highly sophisticated and unforeseeable attack that the U.S. government has said was carried out by a global superpower using novel techniques in a new type of threat that cybersecurity experts had never seen before. Yeah, bull. Maybe, maybe, the only thing that has really a ring to truth of that uh, in that statement was the global superpower part, maybe. But that attack wasn't highly sophisticated. All it did was leverage weak spots in SolarWinds business processes, right? To implant uh, a malicious code into its software that was subsequently distributed to others. We have seen that, oh, about a gazillion times. And, and the part about it had never seen this before. What? I mean, what? This exact same attack had been seen dozens of times in the industry, if not hundreds of times. Unforeseeable? Their own people had predicted that their systems could have been penetrated and that there were significant vulnerabilities. So, if you were the CISO and you were asked to sign off on that kind of wording, would you? Would you have done it? This goes to trusting your gut. If you're sitting there saying, nope, I would not have signed off on that, I would have quit, then you're my kind of people. If, on the other hand, you're saying, well, I can see how I might be able to defend that statement, then you are what I and prosecutors call a future defendant. Don't be a defendant. Last bit of advice. If you're being asked to do something unethical or you're not sure how to proceed, then hire counsel and discuss the issues with your counsel. Remember, your conversations with your counsel are privileged, so the conversation is not only confidential, but stays between your counsel and you. Don't try to make big and confusing decisions in this area on your own. Retain counsel, discuss the issues, delve into what is being asked of you, and figure out whether you're on the side of honestly trying to fix things, which is fine, or covering things up, which is wrong, which will get you into trouble. Okay, if you have questions about your duties as a CISO or want more thoughts on this topic, you know what to do. Give us a call at 954-815-8704 or email me at brad at bradleygross.com. Remember, do the right things always. And I'll see you on the next Technology Bradcast.